What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Episode 14, Making Sense of Sense. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Michelle Schrodinger-Gardner with us. She graduated college in 2010 and went on to receive her MBA in 2012. She then worked as a financial analyst at a valuation and investment banking firm. She decided to leave that life behind and is now a full-time blogger and freelancer. Her website, Making Sense of Sense, has won more awards and mentions than can be named. Her and her husband travel around the country in their RV and wouldn't have it any other way. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. So, Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so, my name is Michelle Schroeder Gardner. I run the personal finance blog, Making Sense of Sense. Um, I have three finance related college degrees. I actually used to be a financial analyst before I started blogging full time. Um, I started Making Sense of Sense back in August of 2011. Um, it was just for fun. I didn't even really know what blogs were back then. I didn't know that, that they could make money or anything. Um, it was truly just a hobby. Um, and about six months after I started my blog, uh, a blogging friend of mine actually emailed me and asked me if I wanted to make some money off my blog. So I eventually that just kept growing and growing. And I left my day job two years after I started making sense of sense in order to become a full time blogger and personal finance expert. Um, so on Making Sense of Sense, I talk a lot about the different ways to make extra money, the best ways to save money, um, traveling full time since me and my husband RV. Um, yeah, and that's how Making Sense of Sense began. Fantastic. So I read on your website that you owed over $38,000 worth of student loan debt. So tell us a little bit about how you went about paying that back. So I did a lot of things to pay it off quickly. I side hustled. A lot. And that's the main thing I did that helped me pay, pay off my student loan debt quickly. Um, so some of the side hustles I did were that I would mystery shop. I took part in surveys. I sold items. Um, I flipped items. I wrote for others. I managed social media for websites. And then the main thing I did was that I blogged on Making Sense of Sense. So what advice would you have for people who are trying to pay off their student loan? Uh, my top tip would be to find ways to make extra money. Um, I always like to tell people that the average person watches over 30 hours of TV a week. Um, so, I mean, we're talking like four to five hours a day that people are spending just watching TV, sitting in front of their TV and not getting anything else done. 
Um, so even if you could just cut back some of those hours, let's say that you just want to cut back, you just want to cut that in half. So you just want to reclaim like 15 hours a week from watching TV. That's 15 hours that you could use towards making extra money. That's 15 hours that you could get a part-time job, 15 hours where you could start your own business, 15 hours where you could work overtime at your current job. Um, and then all that extra money can be used towards paying off your student loan debt or whatever debt that you have. Um, and it's a lot better this way, I think, than uh, cutting down your budget. I mean, there's only so far that you can cut your budget down. Um, I mean, you should definitely do that too, but being able to make extra money is unlimited. There's no limit to how much money you can make. One of the previous guests that we had said that he really encourages people not just to work the nine to five, but also the five to nine. So <laughs> we can definitely relate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we've definitely started doing that. I feel like we used to watch TV all the time and now in the evenings, we're either working on our blog or working on the podcast or reading about it. And it's definitely been a big help. It definitely yeah, I has. Agree. <laughs> awesome. So on your blog, one thing that you do is you're completely open and transparent and you have these income reports that you publish. And more regularly, you've been making over $100,000 a month. Firstly, congratulations on that. And how did you manage to make so much money off your blog? What's the big secret? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yes, I regularly earn over $100,000 a month off my Making Sense of Sense uh, blogging business. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, I'm always looking to diversify how much money in the income streams from Making Sense of Sense. So some of the ways I make money through my blog includes affiliate marketing, which um, that's definitely my favorite way of making money blogging. I teach that in my Making Sense Affiliate Marketing course. Which um, I highly then, recommend. I'm in the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then there's several other ways, uh, like sponsored posts and sponsored uh, advertisements with companies. So a financial company might email me and ask me to review their financial tool or a cell phone app that they have. And another way to make money blogging would be through display ads. So think like AdSense or my favorite's AdThrive. And that's just like a banner ad on your website in your blog post. That's a really passive way to make money blogging. Um, but my favorite way is definitely affiliate marketing just because it can be very passive. Uh, you can create something right now and earn money from it years down the line, which is super, super easy. And with all of your blogging and affiliate marketing, how many hours would you say you work in an average week? The amount of hours I work in a week definitely vary. When I first left my day job to blog full time, I was working a crazy amount of hours, probably over 100 hours a week. And I did that for several years. And recently, I have managed to build a better work-life balance with the Making Sense of Sense business. Um, I'm definitely working a lot less now. Um, I mean, there's still some weeks where I'm working over 40 hours a week, over 70 hours a week. But for the most part, I like to keep it between 10 to 20 hours a week. Sometimes it's 10 hours, sometimes it's 20 hours. But yeah, I'm definitely just trying to cut that back as much as I can by outsourcing different tasks to different assistants. Okay, great. And for any advice for a new blogger. The learning curve, at least for me, has been quite steep. What kind of motivation can you have towards a new blogger? Um, so for a new blogger, I would definitely just tell them to start a blog. So many people are afraid to start a blog. Um, and that's because, well, so there's, let me start over. There's two types of people when it comes to blogging. 
The first type thinks that blogging is super easy and anyone can do it. You just sitting around in your pajamas all day. And then the other type thinks that blogging is super difficult. There's so many tech things to learn. Um, there's just so much that goes into it. I get asked so many basic questions when it comes to blogging every single day when the best way to start a blog is just to start one. You won't know how easy it is, how hard it is, what you have to learn until you actually start one. And my best tip for starting one is just to start it. Learn as you go. Um, there's a lot of free information, paid information, courses about blogging and so on and so on that can teach you how to create a successful blog. And the great thing about blogging is that it can be done relatively affordably. You could start a blog for less than $100. So if you do decide that you don't like it, uh, at least you don't live in regret that you never started a blog. I mean, you're $100 down the drain, maybe, if that's even how much you spent. Some people can start a blog for definitely a lot less than that. Michelle, I'm sure when you started, you didn't expect it to be nearly as big as what it did become. And having earned so much money and publishing that on your websites, do you see that people treat you any differently now to how they treated you before? Um, no, for the most part, everyone still treats us pretty similarly as they did before. Um, a lot of people, since we live in an RV, a lot of people don't know how much money we make because we don't broadcast it. Some RVers will put like a wrap or a decal on their blog that says their blog or on their RV that says their blog name. And we don't do that. So most of the people we meet don't know who we are or anything like that. So that definitely helps. But the people that we do know, I mean, they still treat us the same. We still act the same. Um, a lot of people tell us uh, that you would never guess how much money that we'd make because we don't act any differently. We're not snobby or anything like that. We're still the same people that we used to be. We still are actually pretty frugal. We don't waste money or anything like that. Awesome. And what is one of the favorite blogs that you've written in the last year? Um, so my favorites are always the ones where I talk about earning extra money. Um, the other day I wrote one called 12 work from home jobs that can earn you over a thousand dollars each month. Uh, I really like that one because it shows that there are a ton of work from home jobs that already exist in today's world. There are more and more online jobs and I think this trend is just going to continue well into the future. So I like to show others that it is possible to make money from home. And there's tons of different options. And the other type of blog post that I write, that I enjoy writing, is a recent one as well. And that one was, uh, why would you make $100,000 plus a month and live in an RV? Uh, <laughs> I am asked this question so often that it deserved to be its own article and if you want to get to the point quickly, it's simple. We love RVing, and that's why we RV. Uh, we don't RV to save money. In fact, RVing actually costs us a lot more than it did to live in a house. Our RVs uh, around triple the cost of the house that we own. So, I mean, we definitely don't do it to save money, even though a lot of people think that. And there's also a lot of assumptions about why we live in an RV. Like, So there's two types of people, again. One half thinks that we're hippies and we we're homeless and we have no home. And then the other half thinks, oh, we inherited a ton of money and we don't need to work because we're rich or something like that. So it's so funny that there's two types of people that you meet. There's never really an in-between. It's They either think you're poor and homeless or they think you're too well off and too good for them, that which is, is pretty funny. Too funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure with the RV, you're able to go on a lot of vacations, seeing as you can literally put it anywhere in the world, really. <laughs> Yeah, we travel full time, so it's really nice. That's fantastic. So talking about traveling or vacation versus debt, if for, for people out there that do owe quite a bit of debt and they're considering saving, they're considering going on vacation, where do you find the balance and how would you approach that if you're in that position? 
So for me, it's all about balance. Uh, you don't need to go on a five-day vacation that costs $10,000. Um, a lot of people think a vacation has to be super expensive for it to be worth it. But there's definitely a way to go on a vacation so that you aren't sacrificing paying off your student loans or your credit card debt. Um, so some of the things that you could do are that you could uh, go on a staycation, explore your hometown. A lot of people don't really know much about their hometown. Since we RV full time, we will meet a lot of people in their hometown and they will tell us like, oh, we've never done that. We've never done this either. And it's like, you live here. Why haven't you done any of these awesome things in your hometown? So a staycation is definitely a great way to save money on a vacation. And another way would be if you are good with credit cards. So if you have if you have credit card debt, then you're probably not good with credit cards. But if you don't have credit card debt um, and you are good with credit cards, another good way to save money on a vacation would be to churn credit cards for their awesome rewards. Um, I've done this for many years and I've earned lots of great vacations, lots of cash back. And if you're just going to spend money the no way that you normally would, I mean, turning credit cards could be a great way to go on a vacation for less than $25 pretty much. Um, so in the end though, it's all about balance. Uh, you don't need to spend a ton of money. You don't need to add to your credit card debt or your student loan debt in order to go on vacation. There's tons of ways to lead a good life. Okay. And talking about not adding to your debt, how, why do you think it is so important for people to create a budget? Um, there are many reasons for budgeting. Uh, it seems like the majority of people do not have one, which I think is just crazy. I believe that if more people started making a budget, they could stop living paycheck to paycheck, increase their savings, reduce and or eliminate their credit card debt and more. Uh, I think the main thing would be that they could finally lessen that crazy stress that they have from whatever financial problem that they're dealing with. By not having a budget, you are probably worsening your financial situation and by creating a budget you can probably start working on improving it there are also so many free tools around like mints that automatically categorize it for you so to not have a budget just doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah it's so easy to have a budget awesome so i'm sure everyone's dying to know more tell us about your rv life <laughs> so uh we started rving around a little over two years ago around two and a half years ago um, so when we sold our house in July of 2015 in St. Louis, Missouri, that same week we actually bought an RV and we thought it would just be like a weekend thing. Like we would drive home or drive to some vacation spot, uh, so many times a month, but not that we would actually live in it. But after we bought the RV, it was like hard to tear us out of it. Um, we like almost never went home, never left the RV. We were in the RV like the whole first month that we owned it. And after that, we realized, I don't think we want a home anymore. Like, I think we want an RV full time. So we actually, so when we bought the RV, we actually never really left it. I think we slept in a real bed in a real home, like two days, the first six months that we owned the RV. Um, so we decided to start RVing full time. We threw all of our stuff in a storage unit. Uh, we kept that storage unit for about six months, and then we realized paying $200 a month for storage was insane, especially since we thought we'd want to RV for a really long time, or at least travel full-time for a long time. So we <clears throat> donated even more of our stuff. When we moved into the RV the first time, we got rid of a ton of stuff when we sold our house. But when we got rid of the storage unit, we got rid of even more stuff. Um, now we just have like a small, very small closet-sized amount of stuff at my husband's parents' house. Um, and we've been just traveling full time ever since. We definitely think we'll do this for a long time, at least traveling full time. 
RVing is a lot of fun. Uh, we've seen a ton of things all around the United States. We plan on eventually going to Canada and Alaska in the RV. Uh, we also plan on sailing full time one day. Uh, we just have a lot of travel plans. Yeah. That's fantastic. Sounds like something Katie and me should really consider at one point. <laughs> I've actually, yeah, a- I brought it up to him like, Ooh, we could live in an RV. That would be fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you're looking for any information for anyone that has appeared on the Chain of Wealth podcast, head over to chainofwealth.com and hit the search bar. Type in their name and hit enter and their show notes page will pop up. The show notes page is designed to give you all the relevant information from the show and really recaps everything in a short and concise format. There are links galore to the people's individual websites, their Facebook pages, Twitter profiles, and much more. So head over to chainofwealth.com and search for whoever's being interviewed. Okay, so diving right on into the value link round. Michelle, why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams? I think too many people fail at achieving their dreams because they make too many excuses. Uh, A lot of people make an excuse for everything and anything, and many people do that because they are afraid. So they might make an excuse for why they think that they might fail at something, why it's not worth their time, why they think they're too good for it. I've heard that a lot. Um, I think a lot of people hide behind... um, excuses and that prevents them from ever even trying to reach their dreams ever from even thinking about reaching their dreams awesome do you have any other podcasts or books that you can recommend to our listeners yeah my favorite book right now is definitely broke millennial by aaron lowry Uh, that's a great personal finance book Um, and some great podcasts that i recommend if you're an rver my favorite podcast is heath and Alyssa's podcast heath and Alyssa paget um, if you want a personal finance podcast, Money Peach is great. Um, another good one on adulting is called adulting.tv. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of great podcasts out there. What is the best advice someone ever gave to you? Um, that's kind of a tough question. I would say I've definitely received some bad advice that I flipped around and turned into good advice for myself. Um, so the worst advice I've ever received that I like to tell everyone about is that when I was Um, maybe a preteen or a really young teenager, I was told that I should spend all of my money while I'm young. Uh, This person told me, like, when you're old, you won't enjoy it, so you might as well just spend it all now. This person was in their 20s when they told me this. Um, And I instantly knew that this was really bad advice. When I heard that advice, I realized how bad that person was at managing money and how I should just not listen to them at all. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite quote? Um, My favorite quote is... A James Dean quote, uh, dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. It's like in all those old time posters and stuff. And it's definitely a favorite of mine. Okay. And how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, my f- So the best way would be to go to makingsenseofsense.com. Um, and if you go to the top right-hand corner, you can find my Pinterest, my free community group for my personal finance readers. Um, if you want to learn how to start a blog, I recommend going to makingsenseofsense.com slash free course. Um, if you want to follow my RV adventures and my travel photos, definitely go to my Instagram. Yeah, those are all great ways to get in touch with me. <laughs> awesome. Do you have any last parting piece of advice? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. Um, so my best final piece of advice would be to really reiterate that if you have debt, uh, find ways to pay it off. My favorite way would be to 
make extra money. So even if you don't have debt, maybe you just want to save for a financial goal. Maybe you want to start saving faster for retirement. Find ways to make extra money. Before I started my blog, I didn't know that people made extra money. I didn't really know that was a thing. I thought, like, you just go to your 8 to 5 or 9 to 5. You just work all day. Why would you work anymore? I just never really thought about it. And after I started making sense of sense, I realized, like, making extra money can completely change your life. Uh, you can pay off your debt. You can save for that dream vacation that you've always wanted to go on. Um, you can leave your day job to do your side hustle full time. Uh, you could save for retirement faster. Uh, like I say, making extra money, there's no limit to how much money that you can make. So it's great for attacking your financial goals. Awesome. Chainers, check out Making Sense of Sense. There's some fantastic tips and advice there. And once again, get on the side hustle. Find something that inspires you. Find something that you enjoy and pay back your debts and save for retirement. You will need that money at one point or another. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Catch you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.